and gentlemen, no. coming to the stage. <laughs> I'm just not ready to crown his ass. I, I'm I ready to crown him. You're premature. Off. Premature coronation. Yeah, yeah, that's not a comment. <laughs> Even if it was like a quote tweet, tweet. I like quote tweets. Facts don't lie. The next day, he's like, my Achilles feels pain. <laughs> and the dolphin's pregnant. I don't yeah. know what exactly all happened there, but... Now I feel it. Now it is Rutledge and Hamilton after dark. And normally in Wisconsin in February, I feel like it would be after dark, after 11 o'clock. Just about. Thankfully, it's warmer than normal. Right? It's This is warmer than... It's still kind of chilly. It's probably a little colder in Milwaukee and Madison or vice versa. But this like, is honestly spring. This feels like... Well, today's... A, I mean, it's 26 degrees. Oh, okay. Well... But, like, tomorrow... I think, like, next week it'll be springish again, so... Uh, get into the show. 844-770-3776. He is Matt Hamilton. Yes, the curler Matt Hamilton with the mustache, the gold medalist. That's me. That is you. I am Jim Rutledge. We are in the Everlight Solar Studio. Uh, also, the Gruber One Call, that's all, Studio Milwaukee. Prime time behind the glass. And uh, you can get into the show, 844-770-3776. We are filling in for Wilding Tausch. Wilding Tausch presented by Pella windows and doors and we had Rob Domofsky on a little bit earlier and he talked about some interesting facts there he's all in on uh Sean Clifford I am all out on Sean Clifford I I think that uh he will be terrible if he has to play that is my hard strong stance that Sean Clifford will be like most backup quarterbacks that when they have to play they're not good and it mainly has to go with the fact that he could be the next Brock Purdy according to Domofsky he could be yeah I mean, be. I could be. I'm not saying you should start over Jordan Love either, but I'm saying don't blow the money on a guy that hopefully never sees the light of day. Uh, yeah, so that's a different conversation. 844-770-3776. We also asked a couple poll questions so far. First one was, which quarterback has a higher trade value at this point? 61% of you still riding or dying with Aaron Rodgers. I think you forget that he didn't play football last year. He's old, hurt, and cranky. That's not necessarily what I want on my team. An old curmudgeon who is injured. I want a whimsical guy. A a goofball. A cheese ball. Like uh, Wisconsin Madison's own Russell Wilson. Judgmental Jim. And then, yeah, we're all judging Aaron. Come on now. Who's not judging Aaron? I mean, I'm kind of with, I think if you're looking for a more of a long-term thing, it's obviously Russell, but I I would still, if you're like, okay, we got to win next year, I... I still pr- think I'd prefer Rodgers. Yeah, but you're a stand for Rodgers. I, yeah, but so I honestly, I honestly think that Rodgers will be bad next year. Like, he will be middle of the road quarterback. Jordan Love, I feel very confident in this. I don't even think this is like a hot take. We'll have a better season than Statistically. Than and just overall. The okay. Packers will be better than the Jets, and Jordan Love will be better than Aaron Rodgers. Like, I agree the Packers will be better than the Jets. I could call a Packer Jets, hater, for sure. but I think Jordan Love is a better football player at this point in his career now than 42-year-old Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers' career in Green Bay is, you cannot question it, I think he's the best quarterback in Green Bay history. And uh, it'll be a long, hard way to beat that. I'm sorry, Bart Starr's not, no. Brett Favre, no. It is Aaron Rodgers. He is the greatest quarterback in Packers history. And he, he has the stats, and he has the the MVPs to back it up, and he's got a Super Bowl title in a modern era. So, like, unquestionably, Aaron Rodgers, best quarterback in Green Bay Packers history. Aaron Rodgers... With his current do what I want you to do or I'm not going to be happy attitude, coming off an Achilles at 40 years old with a roster in New York that is flawed, all those things I think factor in that Jordan Love will have a better season and he is a better quarterback and that the Packers will be better than the Jets. And I don't even think that's a hot take. Like, that's not even a Steve no, Ace. Like, that's, that's just hot take. very simple facts. I, it's a hotter take if you were to 
to predict that Aaron Rodgers would have a better statistical season than Jordan Love next year. And I wouldn't do that either. Being old and coming off the Achilles. Yep. I mean, the Achilles is the new ACL. You know what I mean? Like, people are coming back from it better and faster than ever. Who? I don't know. Kirk Cousins. He'll be back. But he hasn't come back and done well. Rodgers. Rodgers was... At this age. Like, the guy that made me think of Cam Akers, but he was like 24, 25 years old. Yeah, and he came back... Like, Aaron could be his dad. I'm just saying, the Achilles is... They're making a lot of headway on Achilles surgery. I can talk to my wife about it and confirm that for you, but... Okay, She's but ask, surgeon. ask how 40-year-olds bounce back in the NFL. I Playing mean, on the same turf that just blew out his Achilles. She doesn't necessarily believe in crystals and dolphin noises either, so like, who's to say that's helping or hurting, okay? That's, uh, that I could would say speed up recovery. Here, the kind of thing I'll say is it's doing nothing. Bupkis. <laughs> that's like your opinion, man. Uh, those are facts. That's bupkis. <laughs> Judgmental gym. Judging. Facts, facts don't lie. Bupkis. Ugh. If you tear your Achilles, Matt, and you need to be back for the Olympics, what are you doing? I'm gonna have surgery. I'm gonna ice it. And I might. I might get a crystal or two, just in case. What about a dolphin CD? I mean, again, it can't hurt. It's not gonna hurt me. <laughs> Crystals might. Be careful with crystals. Yeah, those could be sharp. But yes, yeah. I mean, okay, fair, fair. Maybe I'll avoid the crystals. Just own it. Rogers is a loony bin. He is a loony bin. He is right. a loony tune. There's nothing. There's that's totally factual. All right, but he was a hell of a football player. I don't think he's gonna get back to that. I don't think he'll be. I think he will be. Mid. Jen's listening. Achilles yeah. surgeries have come a long way. I, I don't in disagree with years. that. But then, <laughs> what about old man Aaron Rodgers of forty? Because I think she, she would agree she that Cam Akers at twenty-five has a much better chance and bounce back very quickly than old man Rodgers. That's probably true. But again, she's not going to account for all the uh, um, Eastern medicine that he's going to be trying on that placebos. Placebo, placebo. <laughs> it's not even Eastern medicine. Yeah. It's just made up gobbledygook yeah, okay, you found on the internet. Right. I mean, that is literally Aaron Rodgers' like health acupuncture plan. or like helping out for the healing because that's going to promote blood flow. It's but all important, right? And he's the only one who does that, right? <laughs> well, <laughs> he's the only one who has dolphins do it for him. <laughs> dolphins give him acupuncture? Yeah, maybe. Or that's marine a, biologist. That that's would impressive. be impressive. Yeah, that yeah. would be. Yeah, is that even legal? <laughs> I mean, maybe wherever Aaron Rodgers is getting it done. Jen also said the fact that he's a professional football player, Aaron is not a normal 40-plus-year-old dude. All those 40-year-olds that are in the NFL, which is one, (laughs) they're still built a little bit differently than you, 40-year-old Jim Rowett. Right. Oh, man. That's all she's getting. Right, but my point is you'd still have a – Rather have a thirty-five-year-old yeah, or a twenty-five-year-old or a twenty-five-year-old. Yeah, While I was saying fair. Russell is thirty-five. Back to our original conversation right. without an Achilles injury, uh, who's not a lunatic, uh, or I'd rather have a Russell Wilson at thirty-five coming off an Achilles than Aaron <laughs> Rodgers coming off an Achilles. <laughs> Let's ride. I'd also rather have Jordan Love coming off an Achilles than Jordan Love uh, Aaron Rodgers coming off an Achilles. Fair. You're right. Yeah, You're right. That's my point. It's definitely better. But Aaron Rodgers is not going to be better than Jordan Love, and that's the point. Okay. You're trying to move the arc. You're trying to move the goalposts everywhere else. I am totally. Aaron Rodgers will have a worse season statistically and as a team player than Jordan Love. That's going to provide a lot of closure for me too. If if what you're predicting, definitely do you not comes think true. that's true? No, I I, I do think if it's you had true. to bet your mortgage, I, th- which I would bet probably on? bet on. Why are you thinking about it? Because Jordan Love has only shown us nine games, ten games. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Ten games of. Like, really good football. 
There's Aaron 17 Rogers, games in a season. Aaron Rodgers. The 2022 was worse than it, but he was worse in 2022 than Jordan Love was last season. His Why not? thumb was busted. Because he's old and he gets hurt. No, everybody gets hurt in the NFL. <laughs> Jordan Love didn't get hurt last that year. Thing, he's a young man. He's spry. Things happen. Things happen. He hit the old guy's thumbs helmet trying to throw a ball. He broke Jordan his Love thumb. would shatter that helmet. Because he's young and vile. <laughs> vile. Vile. Viral? Viral. Viral. Sorry. <laughs> young and virile. He would shatter it. Man, what an underhanded comment. <laughs> He'd be exactly, viral. right? He'd be viral. Yeah, you Aaron know Aaron Rodgers That's factually. That's not true. That's not true. Here's the thing. It's tough to say because Aaron Rodgers has done it. Jordan Love has not put an entire football season together. He has not done it since 2021. Yet. That's true. Aaron Rodgers has not put together an entire football season since 2021. And th- that is facts. Okay. That is facts. But that's it's still tough to bet against a guy who's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer, even at 40, when you're like, who's going to have a better statistical season? The guy who's only put together two-thirds of a football season and looked pretty pedestrian for the first third? Or the guy who's got four MVPs, won a Super Bowl, and like has accomplishments out the wazoo? Man, I don't it's, understand. It's a tough one. It's tough. It's like, not tough. For my mortgage? That's a tough bet. For two hundred bucks, give me Jordan Love. But I get you, the only reason you would bet Aaron Rodgers would be because of the odds, because Jordan Love would have better odds. He right. does have he better does. odds to 10, win the MVP. Yeah, was it ten to one to win MVP for Jordan Love? Twenty to one for Aaron Rodgers? I do believe. I thought it was twenty five, but it could be twenty. I'll give you twenty. So I mean, it, you're totally right. I mean, odds would play, I've, but we're not playing a factor in that. If you just had to tell me which one, yeah. If I'm betting the house. That's a tricky one. If I'm betting 100, 200 bucks, like give me Jordan Love. Just I will bet that out of optimism and pride for my own team. But again, I'm just looking for closure. I just want Aaron Rodgers to play, and if he is booty, then I'm going to be so thrilled that we moved on. And and if he plays well, I'll be like, oh, good for him. We've got a good quarterback. Well, the Packers so I'm still already happy won the trade. That we have Jordan Love. The Packers already won the trade. Aaron Rodgers is out of town. He didn't want to be here for like the last three years. You're He's right. out of town, won a trade. Yeah, I think everyone's happier where they're at now. Right, so they I won more games fine. last year without him. Yeah. Like, they were a better football team. They removed a cancer in Aaron Rodgers, and they got better. I, absolutely. Rodgers was not the guy to bring a young team like to the promised land. And then apparently in New Everyone York, could buy in he has mista- was it? metastasized very quickly in New York. Metastasized. Yeah, he has attached himself. <laughs> Wordsmith Jim Rutledge. That's the right word, right? That is the right word. It's yeah. just a very... Yeah, like why? He's in that? cancer. a very negative word. Right, yeah, but he's in cancer and he has spread throughout the Jets organization. <laughs> he is malignant. He is malignant. Jeez, guys, come on. <laughs> but those are right. If we're, he's a, he was a clubhouse cancer in Green Bay, and now he has brought that cancer to New York and he is quickly to- spread. He has a toxic personality, yes. yes. And speaking of which, uh, Josh DiMaggio t- texting in on the private talking text line because uh, he is running the board over in Milwaukee for us, and he has some things to say about uh, Matt's take, saying that he's hanging out in the past, Rodgers is toast at this point, and that he's not Tom Brady and he'll never be Brady. Josh also says he'd be more likely to bet on Brady to win MVP than Rodgers if Brady decided he wanted to come back and play. <laughs> I would too. Thanks for listening, Josh. I, I mean, those are all. I mean, that's all. It makes a lot of sense. Normally, to me. my producer yeah. just tunes me out when I talk, so I appreciate you for listening, Josh. <laughs> Even if you think I'm, an I don't idiot. tune you out. I just look for all the funny bits in what you say, and I just try to like cut it out and then play it at the beginning of shows. Perfect. That's I'm my main priority. Of content. <laughs> All right. Are we ready to tell our audience what's coming up next? I think we can do it. Right. I think at this point they're comfortable now, enough. Now, if you are a loyal Scalzo and Brust listener, they did pole dancing where they will address all the poll questions from around ESPN Wisconsin. 
the Kyle Bruston Norman team. We love them. They're going to be on two to five here in Madison because Matt and I can only work so long. Yep. And uh, they gave up pole dancing. So we decided, I don't know what, what the trade was, but we just acquired pole dancing. Didn't you pay them for it? Uh, yeah, we paid them by joining the touchdowns for love. Oh, so, is yeah. this yes. we paid them by <laughs> that, donating to charity? That was, that yeah. was part of, wow, uh, that look was part at of us. the acquisition. Look, look at, at us. us. We're such good guys, aren't we? <laughs> we are. <laughs> Don't you question it. No. <laughs> the best guys. Yes. Except for Alex Strove, because he bailed on it. Uh, this, maybe he did, maybe he didn't. I don't know. No but idea. we're just going to pretend They're he didn't until he doesn't. Fair. All right, this is Religion Hamilton. We're going to go pole dancing next. You're listening to Wilde and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and sponsored by American Family Insurance. Welcome back to Rutledge and Hamilton, the Willie and Tausch takeover. This one's for my friend Phil, Tornado Steakhouse chef, who is just grinding in the kitchen right now. Requested Blazon by Fish. Will you ask? We shall deliver. That's how we roll on Rutledge and Hamilton. Let's go. And this is the takeover of Wilde and Tausch. Wilde and Tausch presented by Pella Windows and Doors. Uh, we are presented by Coors Light. Mons of Blue, you know what to do. And that's Crush, a Coors Light in the morning. So Josh DiMaggio, uh, I'm running the board back at the Gruber One Call. That's all studio in Milwaukee. Obviously, got some input on the, on the songs here, so we appreciate him pushing Prime to ignore the rules of the hall monitor and get to Fish Friday a little <laughs> early. And uh, look, we trusted the Willie and Tasha right. audience, and I think for the most part, people are enjoying Plus themselves. We got like little producer solidarity. Yeah, Jesse, yeah. Come, it's like come after us. Both <laughs> of us are in on it, pushing back against well, the yeah, boss. What are you going to yeah. do? Get rid of and, both of us? And it's uh, <laughs> you know, and then we're on in Milwaukee. I'm not sure if my brother's listening or not, but he's a big fish fan. So that was the other nice. He listens to podcasts, the show pretty regularly. So we kind of threw that in there. Oh. I did for like a cookie for him of like, hey, yeah. and I enjoy fish music, not anywhere close to yeah. uh, the level my brother does. He's a huge Friday. great uh, great. Dead fan as well. I mean, it's good. Honestly, when I fish, work, <laughs> when I'm here, right? Fish and Grateful Dead are thing actually really good. Like if you need to get things done, like you're banging yeah. out a bunch of emails, that kind of stuff. Like it's good to listen to, whether you're partaking or not. You can just get some things done. All right, so yeah, a background groove, a little ill. Yeah, mm. exactly. No one, nothing. No one's ever hurt by a little background groove. It might even help you heal an Achilles. <laughs> sure. <laughs> It's, Ryan nothing, it's nothing it. like dolphins. Ryan got it. It's nothing like I got it. I, I got it. I we, you, we all got I put the it, joke. I put, it, I put it back down. I said no, thank you. <laughs> Just like judgmental Jim fries at a classic establishment. No, True thank story. you. True story. I can just get it at any old drive-through. Uh, let's oh, let's go pole dancing. All right, guys, it's time to kickstart some pole dancing. We asked. You answered. What? Coming to the stage, it's pole dancing on Rutledge and Hamilton. Hey now. Presented by Metro Kia of Madison, Madison's trusted Kia dealership. Yeah, guys, it is the Rutledge and Hamilton takeover of Wilde and Tausch. We all know it's Friday. It's a fish Friday on Rutledge and Hamilton, so we pole dance. Man, we go- Ryan, Ryan. What? You said you wanted me to put, amp up the voice. I know, but you're supposed to sound like this establishment. <laughs> 
announcer. He's trying. I'm, so you got to bring it. You got Coming to the stage. Look, it's I'll, Matt Hamilton, Jim Rutledge, and we're going to go bull. You know what? Dancing. I'll go to the bullpen, have Jesse come in, and he, he can get his. his Nobody voice. wants Jesse. Jesse's not here. Okay, well, then just appreciate the producer you have. Alex yeah. G would have to come in because Jesse's not working today. She would probably have a good one. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, whatever, guys. <laughs> establishment up in Nina probably sounds like that. That's fine. Uh, okay. You know, Bean Snappers, very reputable place. <laughs> um, but, anyways, uh, starting out pole dancing today, we were talking to KBN yesterday on some crosstalk. Uh, and they asked, who is a better bet for 2024 NFL MVP? Jordan Love at 10 to 1 or Aaron Rodgers at 20 to 1? 78% of fans chiming in with Jordan Love, the other 22% saying Aaron Rodgers. Guys, where do you fall? We were talking about this a little bit before, but now we got the official odds here from KBN. I'm obviously going to bet Jordan Love on this one. I think there's a lot of quarterbacks I would bet in front of Aaron Rodgers winning the MVP. I, I think, and that's fair. He is two years removed from being an elite quarterback because last year, his last year in Green Bay, was not elite, and he was hurt. But old guys get hurt, so I'm not going to just say, "Oh, he won't get hurt next." Because you know what happened the following year? He blew out his old Achilles. So I'm not going to say that Aaron Rodgers is just going to be healthy as a spring chicken this season and winning MVP. So I would easily bet the money on Jordan Love with those odds. See, I don't hate your pick, but I'm actually going to read the question, and I'm going to do your little Rorschach test. I'm looking at it with the odds as well. You have a guy who's won the MVP multiple times, knows what he's doing, has the receivers out there to get it done if they could just find him that O-line this offseason. At odds of 20 to 1, I think i take Aaron Rodgers. If they was even money or if it was 10 to 1, 10 to 1, Jordan Love, no doubt. 20 to 1, give me Aaron Rodgers. I want to point this out as well. I think Matt is underestimating this. Nobody likes Aaron Rodgers. So if there is even a close, yeah, that's actually a really good point. Aaron MVP is not winning. race. You are not talking about how you feel about them off the field. If he has a blow you away season, would that not that's vote my for point. him? That's my would point. be would be disingenuous that's to the actual like award itself. But you prove my point. It's he has to blow everyone away. If it is him and, and Jordan Love or, or Jalen Hurts, if they're all neck and neck. Rogers ain't getting it. Well, that's maybe true, but that's again, I'm taking the twenty to one odds because I'm getting way more money for my buck if he hits it. Yeah, you just why don't you light your money on fire? All right. Yeah, Jim. Uh, Harb. Uh, never mind. All yeah. right, all right, guys. Moving along. That's good. Another like question it. from Kyle Breston Norman. This one was on Monday. What is the most important aspect of the Green Bay Packers offseason? Fifty-eight percent of fans said the NFL draft. Twenty-two percent said free agency. The other twenty percent saying Jordan loves development. Matt, I'll start with you. What do you think? NFL draft, free agency, or Jordan loves development? I don't think it's any question. Jordan Love has been around the Packers for long enough. He is obviously still developing, but his development's going to happen on the field during NFL games, not in the offseason again for the fifth offseason that he's going to be a part of the Green Bay Packers. This is all about the draft. We need to get players in at key roles to, one, keep Jordan Love upright the way they did near the end of the season, and then bolster this defense where you got a new D coordinator who's going to be Hopefully running this this, uh, this defense into a top 10 team, you're going to need all the gears and all the people that are going to make that machine work. Uh, you're going to get them through the draft because that's how the Packers roll. Absolutely. Uh, I 100% agree with you. They have five picks in the top 100. That should be five players that should be either starters or part of your two deep immediately. So I, I think the draft will be a major driver. We don't know. Again, 
And Dave Deerfield chimed in us, like, how a defense is going to adjust to Jordan Love and all that. Like, I, I don't think we can count on Jordan Love making an astronom- astronomical jump. He might just be marginally better than he is, which is still a fringe Pro Bowl player and a guy that can you can win a Super Bowl with, especially in this offense, especially with the way that LaFleur has figured out to call plays for Jordan Love. So for me, the easiest and most surefire thing you can count on is adding top-tier talent around Jordan Love, whether it's offensively or defensively, to take the pressure off him. So five players, if they draft even just on position, they don't even have to find a steal. If they just draft and the players produce right. to their draft status... The Packers should have five players as part of their two deep yeah. added in this draft. I'd like to one see hope. three defensive, one offensive lineman, and a running back in those first. Five. I thought you were going to say special teams. I was like, <laughs> I was going to say three. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, Anders is my boy. We don't need another kicker. Kiss of death. If He's you're new to the show for the next twenty years for the Green Bay Packers. Kiss oh, of death. Uh, Anders will not make it through the season because the last person who was Matt Hamilton's boy was Amari Rogers. Yeah. I mean, Rashawn Gary was my first ever on this show. Right? He was his first. Not his only, though. Not obviously. my only. I moved on to Amari Rogers and then got my heart broken. So I'm back. I'm back with Rashawn Gary, and now Anders Carlson's my side piece. Wow. <laughs> Romantic Matt <laughs> Hamilton. All right, guys. We're talking about the new defense, new look under coordinator Jeff Halfley. Jen Gabe and Chewy asked uh, two days ago, now that the 49ers fired their defensive coordinator, Steve Wilkes, would you rather have had Wilkes than Jeff Halfley as the Packers defensive coordinator next season? Seven, uh, 21% said yes, Wilkes has more experience. 79% said no, Halfley is our guy. What do you guys say? Jim, I'll start with you. Well, I mean, of course, any fan base is going to go with, we got our guy, we're happy with our guy, we're thrilled. But I don't disagree with it. I disagree with the margin on that because I think Wilkes, should not have been fired necessarily in with the 49ers. They have a very high standard of defense, a standard of defense the Packers would aspire to have. Oh, yeah. And Wilkes has a long track record as a above-average defensive coordinator who has called a lot of plays in the NFL. And I believe Rob Domofsky, who was on with us earlier, he didn't say this with us, but he said it on Wilding and Tausch that he thought, and maybe the consensus with Joe Barry, was not scheme, not mentality for the players. It was play calling in the game. And when you have to play chess, Joe Barry is playing checkers. And that is a hard thing to do. We hear LaFleur talk about all the time calling plays. And it seems like Joe Barry, his biggest point of struggle was calling those plays. Well, Halfley's never called plays at NFL level. I don't know. Maybe he called plays for his one season when he was co-defensive coordinator at, I Ohio, believe he did, yes. at Ohio State. But that was at college. That was a while ago. And he's never done it in the NFL. So that is a red flag. I would say it's a coin flip. So, I mean, you can stay with your guy. I'm just saying it's a coin flip. Because to think that... You got your guy unquestionably, and Wilkes wouldn't be as good or better is insane. But I'll say it's a coin flip, and you can be happy with the guy. Matt, is Jeff Halfley your guy? Yeah, I think you gotta you got give the reins to the new guy. Let him run. Uh, you gotta you gotta throw him into the deep end and sink or swim, buddy. Packers defensive coordinator might be one of the toughest jobs in football because even when you're good, no one talks about you. When you're bad, they call for your job. Halfley, don't you can't halfway at can I say that? I don't know if I can say that. You can't have <laughs> Why not? You didn't job. say the word. Sorry. I, I caught myself. I don't want to swear. <laughs> you can't half-butt your job, so halfway just go all in. <laughs> wow, Matt. You half went in on that one, didn't yeah. you? <laughs> Fair enough. I halfway went in on that one. All right, guys. Final po- final poll we'll look at. Uh, Jen Gabe and Chewy. Uh, just ma- cheeked it. I'm really curious where the context came from on this one. Maybe Josh can chime in for us. Uh, but they asked... 
Two days ago, do you still use the hide-a-key fake rock outside of your house? You know, the you hide a key underneath some sort oh, yeah. of like plastic or rock that is in like your gravel or right outside your doorstep. Sixteen uh, percent said yes, it's a great hiding spot. Eighty-four percent said no, it's not safe. Matt, <laughs> I'll start with you. You're a proud homeowner yourself. No, I do not have the 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 hide a key anywhere. Um, Grandma's old house did, and I yeah. definitely got, had to like go to Grandma's house and uh, every once in a while and use that rock, and it's very convenient. But no, it is not safe. Uh, even if you like put it around the corner of the house, it doesn't have to be necessarily right by the doorstep. Uh, but no, no, no keys around my house because that is not safe. What were you using the key to get in your grandma's house for? Oh, she'd ask me to come over, but she would just forget to unlock the door. So instead of like <laughs> ringing the doorbell and making her get up and let me in, I'd just use the key. I thought you were going there when she wasn't there, so you could have a place to <laughs> steal a little fry. brandy. Hide Steal away. a little brandy. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> Honestly, if I was going there to drink some brandy, Grandma would join me. <laughs> cool, Grandma. Yeah. Hey now. 92 years young. Still rocking <laughs> okay. the brandies on uh, happy hour on Fridays. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, Jim? Uh, no, but I have, I mean, keyless. Like, so I don't know what you just exactly, enter a yeah. code or you can oh, do like a, yeah, yeah, a fob yeah. now too. So no, I do not. Uh, would you put? Would you be willing to put a fob like underneath a rock somewhere and have that as like your hide a key in case you ever lose the other one? No, because again, or it's a fob or like key. Like <laughs> you have a code. All of a sudden, yeah. you, have, <laughs> you just get but hit with like a severe stroke? amnesia. <laughs> uh, Concussion. No. Or all of a sudden, you become like dyslexic and you can't remember <laughs> the numbers in the right order. I feel like I should call. One one nine apparently. <laughs> yeah, he might have bigger one one nine. Dyslexic Jim Rutledge. <laughs> you might have won for that one, bud. That was a good. That was a good runaround. I'm glad you guys caught it. Jeez, I was out there for a minute. <laughs> well done, Jim. Well done. Yeah, we don't crown a winner for uh, pole dancing, but if there ever was, it was one, a, it was a, a tiebreaker round yeah. today. So I think you have to. Yeah, no, I think I'll have to give it to Jim on that one. He gets the free coupon to Bean Snappers. Well done. Man, you did you did a half butt job there. <laughs> Ryan. I did? <laughs> I did. No, that's fair. I'm honestly I was thrilled you were able to tell me that question again because I did not pay attention. Then Jim started of talking course. about some guy from the 49ers, and I'm like, what the heck was the question? <laughs> <laughs> Which to be fair is mostly the Pretty show. on par for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are we doing this again? No, now we go to Whoa Nelly. Nelly. So Whoa, is Willie. it the same thing? Was it no, close? no, it's more like throwing stones. This was not throwing stones. This was pole dancing. <laughs> pole, uh, How do you not even understand our own segments? I do, but like pole dancing <laughs> replaces throwing stones because it's kind of the same thing. You're throwing That's out rocks for us. Here's Whoa, the thing: Nelly. we had so much time today that we had to just crush. I mean, the last like hour. Yeah, the last we hour. Decided just we just popped it, it into neutral. We pushed ourselves down the hill. This is Roger <laughs> Hamilton presented by Coors Light. This is Wilde and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN. Sponsored by American Family Insurance. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at amfam.com. The Rutledge and Hamilton takeover of Wildy and Tausch. Wildy and Tausch presented by Pella Windows and Doors. We got me, Jim Rutledge. He, Matt Hamilton, the curler, live from the Everlight Solar Studio. Primetime is with us here as well. 
Josh DiMaggio back at the Gruber One Call. That's all studio in Milwaukee. And uh, we are filling in for Willie and Tausch. We're going to do some of their things for the rest of the show. We're going to play a little Whoa Nelly because Jesse Nelson had to get himself onto the show regularly. So he made up a segment for it. So let's call it Whoa Wooly instead. Whoa Wooly! Whoa Nelly! Awesome. That That was the wrong one. (laughs) (laughs) I clicked the wrong Whoa Nelly, guys. (laughs) Premature often. It happens. If the topic is good, the guys discuss. Just the other morning I had breakfast at Tracy Rocker's house. His mama brought out 15 flapjacks. He said, Mama, take back five of them flapjacks. I gotta stay hungry for the Crimson Tide. But if it's not, the show must go on. It's time for Whoa Nelly on Wildey and Tausch. Yeah, so just for clarification there, I accidentally loaded the wrong music file into our uh, log there, which is why you Whoa, just heard Nelly. that and not the whole open there. Honestly, it tracks so much for our show. Yeah. It's like, if we're going to give them the real Rutledge and Hamilton experience, there's got to be those little mistakes that we just refuse to clean up. Truly. under control. Situation normal. And we're fine. We're all fine here. No, thank you. I got it under control, guys. I promise. I know. Don't worry. All right. So, uh, speaking of under control, um, the Bucks don't look like they're under control right now, guys. We talked about them to start the show. Falling 113-110 to the Memphis Grizzlies last night. The Grizzlies were also 1-10 coming into that game in their previous uh, few games, and the Bucks on 3-7 now under Doc Rivers. And the, the game was on TNT leading up to the All-Star break. So uh, Shaq on the uh, postgame for TNT had some choice words about what he feels about the Bucks right now. It's a championship team on paper that's nowhere near a championship. Yeah, the way they're playing yeah. right now, they, they're, they're going to get swept in the first round. Know it. So Shaq thinks they're going to get swept in the first round. I know we said, should we adjust our expectations earlier in the show? Did we have too high of expectations? But, I mean, getting out of the first round, they have to do that, right, guys? I mean, what do you think? God, yes. They need to get out of the first round. If they don't get out of the first round, the worst part is they can't blow it up. There's nothing mm. to blow up. The only blow up is, you know... A Getting day. worse? Because, like, you're not going to get anything from Middleton or Lopez. The only blow up is Giannis says... Well, you're not going to do that. Oh, Giannis, do you think, blows it up? That's the blow up I'm worried about. Here's what I think you have in your corner on that. And, again, I'm a huge Giannis fan. I, I think he's amazing on and off the court. There is a little tarnish with the Budenholzer. Did he kind of want him out? And then the Griffin was his guy sort of thing. And then... Griffin, he didn't save Griffin, and now you have uh, Doc in here. And look, players can get through this. Magic Johnson, mm-hmm. you know, forced out Westhead and, and brought in Riley, and like and Magic yeah. Johnson's beloved. So it doesn't mean this will be forever. But I'm saying that if Giannis does those two things and then leaves, it's going to look like what LeBron did to Cleveland when he left Cleveland in the lurch and went to Miami, where he said, "Do all these things for me, do everything I absolutely want all the time, every single day." And then I'm going to leave, and you're screwed. So well, I don't think Giannis will do that. The one thing I'll give for Giannis is that he has won a championship for the city of Milwaukee True. already. True. I just mean the actual, like, let me assemble a team exactly how I want True. it to do, and then I'm going to leave you in the lurch. Yeah. Matt, what do you think? I mean, this team is built for the playoffs. I don't think they'll get swept in the first round. The like They're currently sitting at third. They're going to turn it around. They, they have too many good players on this team, too much experience to not turn it around. I know that uh, Shaq might have been a genie and been Shazam, but he's not wishing that kind of first-round sweep on the Bucks. He's not a fortune teller, too. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. Wow. I Is just really under- wanted to pull the Shazam. <laughs> now, that felt like an underhanded compliment if I've ever heard one, Matt. <laughs> Don't like it. 
Inappropriate. Uh, right, well, uh, speaking of compliments, um, you guys may know Sham Sharania. He is essentially the Woj of the Athletic, the NBA insider newsbreaker for those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and he often goes on the Kay Adams Up and Adams show. Okay. She formerly worked for NFL Network, and now she has her own YouTube channel. And uh, part of the speculation is that uh, Kay and Shams might be a little more than just co-workers, possible media members. It's belief that they might actually just be fully dating. Have you ever seen clips of the two of them on the show? I only consume ESPN content sometimes. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> look, it's a fun bit to watch on social media play up. And speaking of ESPN content, Shams was on Pat McAfee earlier today. I see him right now. Yes, yeah. and they came just right out and asked him. Consider as dangerous. Okay, and are you and Kay Adams dating? Whoa! Got her shoes. That's a great colleague of mine. You know, I think she's amazing. You you got to know her a little bit too. Mm. We do know her. Yeah, we're big fans. We're certainly big fans. I I think I think she's amazing at what she does. I enjoy going on her show. Uh, You know, obviously she has to me. Like with you, similarly, you make me feel comfortable when I'm on your show. She makes hmm. me feel very, very comfortable. Oh, you're comfortable it's around all, each other. That's, I, a, that's I, a good I, start. I, that's, that's a great that's start. A great start. That, that's number we, we one. Saw, we, saw, we saw the Super Bowl together. Uh, so I ask you guys, Pat McAfee here, is it kind of out of line to just straight up come out and ask a guy if he's dating someone and dating someone he might want to not have it come out? Or, I don't know, how do you feel this situation was handled? Matt, I'll start with you. When you're on the Pat McAfee show, I think there's no question that's really off limits. That guy just kind of rolls uh, with whatever he wants. And honestly, people love him for it, love him or hate him. He gets uh, good interviews out of guests because he makes them feel comfortable when they're being interviewed. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure that it probably wasn't the question he wanted to hear, but I thought he handled it pretty well. Totally hedge in there. So, uh, you know, you know, jury's still out for my opinion, but... No, I don't think it's totally outrageous for Pat McAfee to do it. Me or Jim could not ask that question. Are you kidding me? After dark, you wouldn't ask me? No, 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 no. I have I have a little more uh, journalistic integrity than that. <laughs> well, because I was going to say, like, we have guests on that we are close with that we still wouldn't put in a position like that unless right. they were comfortable I with mean, it. I mean, the Pat McAfee, it's just like, I'm not saying he's like a shock jock. He just likes those, like, questions that are going to catch people off guard. I would, imagine that, I would imagine that because Shams was pretty complimentary as far as Pat McAfee making him feel comfortable that there was at least a a heads up not a full on like heads up but here's the problem I have with the question and it's fine with Shams and, and Kay are dating but it is I, I cringe at the thought at times of like men men and women can be really good and close friends and can not have dating. right and have really mm. good relationships yeah even because like and it just mirrors the relationship a guy would have with another guy friend or a woman would have another woman friend. Like, So I don't like that implication. And, and honestly, to the point now, once in a while, I watch shows with my wife and I'll be like, I like and I hope they don't have these two people date. Like when they're like, when they're like really good friends in the show. And it's like, I hope they don't because I think kids need to see it. Like when I watch kids shows with my, with, uh, my kids and I'll be like, you can see that a Normalize guy and a girl platonic relationships. Friends. Yes. And I think that you see, need to see more of that in movies, but also, like, if they're dating, fine. But also, like, I don't want someone to have to be put in a weird position because they're friends with someone. Because if people making all these implications about Shams and Kay and they're not dating, well, then that's weird now. Now, all of a sudden, it's weird for them and, and their then, friendship like, because other people have projected their thoughts on men and women being friends onto them. Not to mention if they were, if they did have, like, people that they were dating, obviously not each other, like... 
that's got to be really hard for their significant other to hear all the time because you've got a platonic friend yeah. in the media biz, and now people are like speculating right. and, on it. And Josh like, is saying that they lean into it, which again is fine. And again, I don't have a problem. This is more of just a general conversation right. of like, even if they're lean into it, they can lean into it and be all part of the bit. But at the same time, just in general, I don't love how at times we just try to like put people together just because they're men and women who are friends. Seems like it'd be a good fit. It's yeah. not up to you. Yeah, <laughs> I actually really like that. Into it, I don't. I mean, McAfee. I'm sure that you know he's got a like it's he's got show. a good reputation as a good radio interviewer. So I would say I'm fine with him doing it. Right. Yeah, I think it's all fair. All fair in uh, love and war, as they say, right, guys? Mm-hmm. Or love and, and friendship. And friendship. Or, love and or friendship. friendship and war. <laughs> friendship and war. That's what this show should be called. Friendship yeah. and war. <laughs> yeah, that's actually a great descriptor. <laughs> Jim? I know the grenades to throw. Yeah, absolutely. The grenades. <laughs> not, not even stones. You're throwing full grenades. At times, if it's, if it's friendship and war, yeah, yeah. <laughs> throw a grenade. I know what could trigger Matt. Aaron Rodgers. Get out of here. Is oh, he? he finally looked up. Look at him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm coloring right now. I'm over it. Oh, right. Whoa, Nelly! Is that Whoa, Nelly? That is, is that Whoa, Nelly. Ends? Yes, that is, I believe that's how it ends. Whoa, Nelly! So there we, we could have just, like, Whoa, Willie, like, half, at, at any point, and he would have f- had to found a different question for us. That's the beauty of that segment that we didn't I'll be honest, do. I, didn't, I didn't know you that's part of the so, segment. So Whoa, Nelly, it's like, if we don't like the question, we can just be like, ah, that's a big nothing burger, move on, Whoa, Willie. Oh, now it makes sense. That's so soft. That's the point. <laughs> Answer well, no. the question. Well, sometimes it's like, it is a nothing burger, so let's just move on. Whoa, Nelly! I don't know. I mean, isn't the whole job of being a radio host is making a nothing burger look delicious and be tasty? Yeah, but I think this is their one chance to like talk about what you want to talk about. That's the point. You know what we should move on I to? I thought it was fun. Feel good Friday. Yeah. Whoa, Willie. I'm, I'm feeling good. This is Roger Hamilton from Cinema Life. Like I should. Rutledge Hamilton continues the takeover of Wilde and Tausch, presented by Pella Windows and Doors. We are presented by Coors Light. Mountains of Blue, you know what to do. And that's Crush, a Coors Light while it's still morning. Absolutely. It's late now. This was, well, almost, this was you know, a Saturday. We got five minutes until noon, and then it's totally appropriate to have a beer. If this was Saturday or Sunday, you'd be behind schedule. Yeah, maybe. Like a football Saturday and Sunday for sure. Definitely yeah. a football Saturday yeah. or Sunday. He's Matt Hamilton. A normal I, Saturday or Sunday? Probably. A little <laughs> bit behind schedule. He's Matt Hamilton. I am Jim Rutledge. Uh, we have Josh DiMaggio back at the Gruber One Call. That's all studio in Milwaukee. Primetime. With us as well in the Everlight Solar Studio here in Madison. Also a legend. Also a legend. And that also uh, my favorite, you. one of my favorite segments here is uh, Feel Good Friday. Is that what we're doing right now? <laughs> that then? is that is what we're doing. We're throwing out our Feel Good Stories of the Week or up this upcoming weekend. So, Matt, I know you have one to start. Why don't we get started with you? <laughs> so, this is a Feel Good for you guys. And it's also a Feel Good for me because I got to be a part of it. Thanks to Ben Bruss for setting up this uh Touchdowns for love uh, thing that we had going on. Uh, every touchdown, we were donating $100 as a show. Um, they uh, Ben started this, got us involved. The It's all going to the guarding against cancer, uh, which is gives money to the Carbone Center here in Wisconsin for research, which 
obviously is going to go a long way in taking cancer out because cancer sucks. Well, we were able to raise, with Ben's support and everything like that, we were able to raise $52,300. That was all Ben's brainchild. Feel absolutely fortunate that we got to be a part of it. Had some fun. We watched all these touchdowns. Jordan Love literally must have been listening. It was like, oh my gosh, I can do something good for the kids in Wisconsin and the Carbone Cancer Center. I'm just going to light it up from here on out because after that KC game, the guy was, not not to say he was bad during the KC game, but the guy was absolutely on fire for the later half of that season. Let's go! And we were able to raise a ton of money, or I got to be a part of it. So that is my feel-good Friday story is Ben setting up that awesome, awesome charity event. Even as a Bears fan, I was happy to be a part of it. A couple off of Kansas City, uh, Jason Kelsey talked about he had that luchador mask that he found at uh, out and about in Kansas City. The It was a kid that had it, so he's getting it back to him. Mm-hmm. And then also, uh, Taylor Swift donated $100,000 to the Reyes family. And I know that's not a lot of money to her, but it's a lot to the Reyes family. And then Patrick Mahomes has been visiting with that family. That is the uh, family of the woman who uh, was uh, tragically taken down during the Chiefs uh, parade. And uh, side note, I'm, so I'm just thrilled that Taylor Swift, the Patrick Mahomes, Jason Kelsey all stepping up. And also, I want to point this out. Love home and Lindsay paints my entire house. Like it makes my life so much easier to paint with all that paint. That's not even like a thing. Like my wife paints the house. We bought that and it's been amazing. All right, what you got something to say real quick? No, thanks for listening. Thanks for letting us take over your show. All right, this has been Rutledge and Hamilton to take over Wilde and Tausch, presented by Coors Light and Pella Windows and Doors.